So this morning now we turn to our a scripture for this day. We continue in this Easter season with the gospel passages about Jesus' encounter or the disciples' encounter with the risen Christ before his ascension into heaven. So uh, chapter 21 of John, the very end of uh, the gospel of John, we hear that um, Jesus has appeared to the disciples while they're out fishing. He gives them some advice about uh, fishing and about uh, catching <laughs> fish. And then after the breakfast, he pulls Peter aside. He pulls Peter aside for what appears to be a private conversation that we're going to listen into now. This comes from John, Gospel of John, chapter 21, uh, verses 15 through 19. When they'd finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. And a second time, Jesus said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. And then a third time, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now, Peter felt hurt because he said that to him the third time, do you love me? And Peter said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. Jesus said this to indicate what kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And after this, Jesus said to Peter, follow me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Um, well, God opened this story again to us. This old story. These familiar words make them new that we might find ourselves in this story and that we might be moved to live like Peter, to follow Jesus. Be with us in this time. Continue to be with us in this time. Amen. Amen. So we began our worship service this morning with the best known and loved of all scripture passages, with the possible exception of John 3.16. Because it is a scripture often Chose, chosen for a funeral, I have literally read this out loud hundreds of times. And yet, like all things holy and beautiful, it never grows old. It never, I never feel weary of it. You know, those words, and, and I imagine that you all here in the sanctuary and those listening at home, you, you maybe even when you started went, oh, yeah right? The Lord is my shepherd. Just, you know, you like let it sink in. 
Green pastures, still waters. Ah, right? Even in the valley of the shadow of death. That is the King James Version, and I find that so important, that wording. Because we've all lived at some time in the valley of the shadow of death. Hmm. In the presence of mine enemies, always cared for, always protected, always loved forever. So take that in this day. Take in that we are sheep and that we are tended by a good shepherd. We are sheep, good sheep, right? The ones who stay in the pen or stay with the flock. And sometimes we are not those good sheep. Sometimes we, collectively and individually, are that one lost sheep, that one in 100 that wanders off. Remember, remember that, that parable about the lost sheep that, that Jesus told and that Luke recounted in chapter 15. When Jesus said which, to the Pharisees and scribes, which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulder and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous ones who need no repentance. Sometimes, right, we're that lost sheep. We're that one. We're that one that... Jesus goes after. I am that sheep. We are those sheep, the ones that God never gives up on, the ones tended by the good shepherd. And so if that's what you need to hear today, that's God's word for you, then sit with those words. Hold them in your heart, in your head. Go no further. It's okay if we leave worship this morning, and that is what you take with you. There is more, though, for either for you for another day or for this day, in this business, this biblical business, about sheep and shepherds. And in some ways, well, in all ways, outside of Scripture, it makes no sense. That one who is a sheep is then commissioned and called to be a shepherd. So that's what comes up this morning in our gospel lesson. The disciples have encountered the risen Christ at the seashore. He's given them great advice about their nets and about their catch. He cooks them breakfast on the beach. And then after breakfast, he pulls Peter aside, Simon Peter. Now, it was not too long before this that Peter has denied even knowing Jesus. He denied him three times that night before the crucifixion. He has realized in that moment that he did just what Jesus predicted he would do, and we're told in Scripture that in that knowledge, Peter wept bitterly. When he realized how much he had broken his covenant, with the one that he called Rabbi, Lord, Messiah. 
he denied Jesus three times before the cock crowed. And so now, now Jesus wants to talk to him? What's Jesus going to want to say? Can you imagine the thoughts that went through Peter's mind and how hard his heart must have been beating? Have you ever had to confront someone or been confronted by someone of whom you had wronged? Where there was a broken relationship and they wanted to talk to you? You swallow, you're sweaty. I kind of have in my head that Jesus' encounter with Peter might have felt a little bit like that. And so there's Peter and Jesus sitting together. Envision them knee to knee, eye to eye, heart to heart. And then Jesus says three times, important, right? Three times to Peter. Peter, do you love me? Peter, Simon Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Peter, yes, Lord, I love you. Yes, I love you. Yes, Lord, I told you I love you. Now, this exchange alone, without any of the other dialogue, would have certainly made scripture. Because even in that exchange, you have a wound healed. You have a gap bridged. You have a reconciliation, right? Three times Peter denied Jesus. Three times Jesus asked, do you love me? Three times Peter says, yes. Finished. Healed. But wait, you heard it. Jesus doesn't just let it go like that. After Peter affirms his love for Jesus, each time Jesus says, first feed my lambs, then tend my sheep, and then feed my sheep. And maybe Peter perhaps was as confused then as we might have been. Hey, I can't tend your sheep. I am your sheep. How's this going to work? How's this going to work? It is in this... uh, divinely strange and wondrous way that Peter is now both a sheep and a shepherd. Hmm. Always a sheep, right? Just like what we said in the beginning. We are always in need of care and tending. But now Peter is commissioned consecrated, dedicated, sent forth. And I got this strange image of um, Peter being knighted. You know, and I'm not so familiar with knighting, but right, doesn't the, don't they do like a sword thing to your shoulder? Um, that maybe Jesus would take a shepherd's crook, you know, give Peter a little tap on the shoulder to say, now you are a shepherd. Now you have a commission going forward. Going forward. Yes, Peter. But how about us, right? That is why we're here worshiping together. Home, hospital, traveling in the sanctuary. Why do we come to listen to God's word? Because we want to, again, Praise God that God is our shepherd and guiding us and also, again, to be commissioned. To find ourselves energized and moved forward. 
Sheep, certainly. But how about being shepherds? As I said in the beginning, um, I loved listening to Sarah Miller's sermon for last Sunday. I loved hearing about how she talked about the community that raised her. Yes, her mom on Mother's Day, but also her dance teacher and her boss and her aunt. Sarah was talking about being a sheep, right? About being cared for in that word Hesed from scripture, the love of God, like made real in the love of one another. But Sarah didn't talk about this, but I know her that she's also a shepherd. Sarah also has a call to ministry. She was our Fairview Fairmont outreach worker who cared so compassionately and competently for the children and the families there. She worked in CHAPS with their program for the homeless, and now she's working for women's services as prevention educator going into schools. Sarah's been knighted. She's been commissioned a shepherd. There's stories that we could tell all day about you gathered here in this congregation, how you have shepherded others and those at home. Jesus asked us the same question this day as he asked Peter, do you love me? And we say, yes, Lord, right? Yes, Lord, we love you. We sing about it. We pray about it. And then he says to us, okay, then feed my sheep. Tend my sheep, feed my lambs. And so when we go into each day, I always feel like this when we leave worship again, whether it be online or in person, when we leave, we're, we're commissioned to following Jesus. That's that last two words of that passage. Um, you're to follow Jesus. And that doesn't mean walking behind him. It means being like him, following how Jesus was in the world which means we will be shepherds for one another. We will be shepherds for persons outside our walls. We will be shepherds for people who look not like us nor believe like us. We will be shepherds for the poor, the sick, the stranger, the one in prison. We will continue to bring justice and peace to all people, black and white, rich and poor, all varieties of God's holy people around the world, commissioned, sent forth, sheep and shepherds. It's good hard work. Um, last word on that. Shepherds were kind of isolated people. Um, and so it's interesting in scripture how often they're referenced. But we're not, right? We have each other. We have been given each other, so if there was ever a flock of shepherds, let's be it. Let's find support in one another, in our work, and in our ministry in so many ways, whether it be caring for our families, caring for the volunteer services you do, caring for the community. Let's go forth uh, claiming that we're sheep and going forth as shepherds. Amen.